What's up? My name's Andrew Miok from Sexual Quantum Leap, and I am here with Carl. Carl um, came to a SQL retreat about a year ago. I love doing these interviews from men who come to the retreat about a year ago or six months ago, just because they're not these hyped up fucking like, wow, it changed my life. And they're in the moment of, of all of the rush of the retreat and stuff like that. I want to see how it's integrated after a year. I've known Carl for about two, three years now. We've done quite in-depth work and it definitely hasn't been like all sugar and rainbows. I've told him some hard truths over the years and he's been a very avid student and it's been an absolute honor to be able to do this work with you, bro. So welcome today. Looking forward to diving in. Thanks so much, man. Pleasure to be here. Yeah. So do you want to give the guys a little bit of a background of like your story and how you met SQL? Yeah, man. So I've been interested in women and dating for ages, and I obviously tackled that from different angles, like meeting women, dating women. But at some point, it has to lead into the bedroom. So you'd been in my feed for years, Andrew Miak, Andrew Miak, who the hell is this guy? All right, let's check him out. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I just just felt like a really good vibe from you. So you're somebody I wanted to come to and learn from. Yeah. How did you initially like find me? Was it through a forum or through a friend or? That's really hard to say. I think Facebook, I think through your Facebook group. Yeah. We used to have, we, I think we still have that. We still have the group still going, but back then I was way more active on the group. And I remember we're just going back and forward about like, what was it initially about for you that you, cause this was like years and years ago that you initially reached out to do some work. Hmm um i just wanted to become an amazing lover yeah because i mean if we're honest that is such a big part of relationships so (laughs) did did you have any problems like in the bedroom like was it pe or um ed or you just like you know what i just want to be good in bed and that's full stop when i first started it was just about becoming amazing in bed but then actually probably because I knew you for a couple of years before I went to the retreat. So yep. in those last years, during like COVID and stuff, I actually started to get problems with ED and PE. Yeah. And was that yeah. because of the COVID and, and stuff? Like, or what ended up, what ended up happening through that period? I think it was just age. And uh, like, I'd been addicted to pornography for a long time. So yep. that combined with age and uh, maybe smoking some substances as well, probably didn't help. Yeah. For sure. Well, I know we when we first initially got on a call, I was like, all right. I remember you told me you looked through so many different things, like different sexual education courses and breaking things down. And you just like, I, I give you credit, man. You just came in with a student hat and you go, I want to learn. Like, what was the biggest things you want to learn? Because that's such a broad thing. Like, I just want to learn how to be good in bed. Because the, the fact is, most guys think they're good in bed. But then when it comes down to it, it's like <laughs> most guys last less than seven minutes and mm. they're terrible in the bedroom. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I was just looking through the notes that I took before the retreat. And I literally have like a list of like 20 questions, like all the things that I wanted to learn. Yeah. And I remember on the last day I actually left that retreat and I, I went through that list. I was like, check, like we've covered this. Check, 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 check. Literally every single 20 points. I was like, what is masculinity versus femininity? Check. What does it mean to be a leader? Check. Like, how do I give a good pussy massage? Check. You know, literally everything. Um, I mean, I can, I can rattle off some of those if you're interested. Nice. 
Yeah, you can jump into that if you want. It was just, but you want to even talk about the how SQL has changed because when it first started, man, you were like, I was very much techniques and you were like in the phase of learning from me when I was like, cool, let's learn about techniques from SQL, like how to be the best you've ever had inside the bedroom. And it's kind of evolved mm. into more about becoming that powerful masculine leader inside and outside the bedroom. Mm-hmm. To be honest, man, like, so when I first heard about you, yeah. I have this thing where I just like, there's, I know there's somebody I want to work with, yeah. but it wasn't a priority for me that the sex life at the moment yeah. at that time. So I kind of knew you were into more of the technique stuff. But when I really dived into your stuff, mm. that was just like a month before the retreat. I'm like, okay, it's time. Let's go to Andrew. Let's figure out who he is and let's, let's learn. And basically yeah. at that time, you were already talking about the masculinity stuff. So in my mind, you used to just be a skinny, long-haired hippie, and then you turned corporate. <laughs> yeah. I put on a white shirt and That's cut my hair. Thing I know. That's it. That's the only yeah. thing I changed. <laughs> yeah, man. 100%. Do you want to dive through? Actually, yeah, jump into those points. What were the stuff that you wanted to cover when you initially came to the retreat? Oh, yeah. So I'll just list them off. Okay. So number one, to be the best fuck on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to give, be able to give myself peak sexual experiences to be able to give her peak sexual experiences to get rock hard to be able to last as long as i want to be able to explore my own sexuality with a woman and myself to master female sexual and and that anatomy masculinity yep. femininity uh and all this other stuff energetic dynamics between men and women yeah you said you definitely tick- covered and you said you ticked all that off after you finished the retreat yeah literally every point i was like holy shit yeah well let's dive straight to the retreat then man because i know like when we first initially connected you were like i think you were doing trading or something like that and you're focused on that and a lot of like your sexual energy and you're telling me your your libido was quite down because i'm like hey man the reason your libido is down is because you're putting a lot of your sexual energy into learning trading and like Mm. other business aspects so then i'm like that's the only reason like if you take some of that sexual energy and like life force energy that you're putting into your business into the trading and you put that back into the sexual sexuality and dating you'll be fine because a lot of high profile guys they go oh man i don't have any sex drive I'm like you have a ton of sex drive it's just redirected i remember mm. we had that conversation and then when it came to the retreat i'm like are you ready to redirect that sexual energy back into like dating and just like exploring that areas and you're like yeah man let's do it for sure, man. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, well, let's dive into this. Let's dive into the retreat. What were your thoughts before coming to the retreat? Mm, good question. Um, I was just open-minded. I was ready to go. I thought it was going to be difficult. I thought there was going to be lots of learning, lots of discovering myself. And all of that was certainly true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember that on the remember the warning I gave you. I'm like, this is gonna be blood, sweat, and tears, and some of the hardest things you've done for five days. And like it, it sounds like a marketing pitch. It sounds like bullshit. Yeah. Can you actually yeah. explain a little bit just now? We can dive into it more later. Like actually how hard it is mentally, physically, and emotionally. Because mm. I'm only taking on guys now when they're really like qualified for this. And they've gone through extensive like interview processes. Back in the day, it was more techniques, <clears throat> the retreats we did, but now it's like a deep dive into all the mental, emotional, physical, and also in the depth of the masculine and the feminine polarities as well. So mm. it's fucking a wild journey, huh? Mm, for sure, man. I think the best way I can illustrate that is uh, just 
there was so much going on, like you said, physically, mentally, emotionally, that uh, I literally couldn't sleep. I think for the first three days, I probably got like half an hour of sleep every day. And it's not because we were working 23 hours per day. We'd work like 19 hour days or some shit. We'd wake up at like five and go into like midnight or something. So there was like five hours to sleep. But I remember I would just be lying in bed and there would be so much that I had taken in during that day that my mind just couldn't like it couldn't take it. You know, I was just there, just like completely wired. Yeah. All of those experiences, all those emotions just like on replay in my head. Um, that when I, I could finally relax, it was pretty much 5 a.m. again <laughs> and time to head back into it. Get that was like three days in a row. <laughs> get to the morning practice and here we go again, huh? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it was actually absolutely nuts. Yeah. And that's what I say to guys. Like we just finished off the, what was it? The Croatian retreat. The guys were up like seven or 8 a.m. And most days were finishing at 11 or 12 o'clock at night. And it's like, mm. and guys like, what can I do to prepare for this? I'm like, do the gym beforehand and get your cardio up at least because it's, this isn't a retreat. And I would, I'd love you to touch on this. It's like not a retreat, retreat just about some techniques or some mindsets. It goes deep into like embodiment exercises because I want you to walk away, not just thinking, but actually knowing what it feels like at the end of this to be a good lover and to know what masculine principles are actually like. Mm, for sure. Bro, I just got to tell you this because I've been wanting to tell you this like, yeah, yeah. So when we're there, we practice soft, savage, silly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for me, I'm a very soft guy. So practicing the savage was what I needed. That's where I needed the most work, right? And you said that on the retreat, like, hey, guys, because there's guys that raise concerns, like, are we really going to carry this with us past the retreat? And you're like constantly telling guys, hey, it's in your system. It's in your system. Um, And the savage, bro, it's just in me. <laughs> and it comes out when he needs to man like and it's yeah it's pretty cool do you feel the safety from the savage now like we have this concern that people if they bring out their savagery then it's going Mm. to overpower them but the truth is it's like when you learn to control your savage you will always be in control of your savage it won't control you Mm. yeah yeah is that how is that how you feel with it yeah i mean I never felt like it was out of control. I almost had to unleash it rather. So it was just, it was more that sense of giving myself permission to let him out. And I never felt like he was out of control. Yeah. And that was a big thing for you. I remember like the feedback we gave you, like, yo, we need you, like the soft, silly and savage, like Carl, we need you to bring that savage. We know you got that softness. We know you care about everyone so deeply and you're so empathetic and you're caring and you got you can uh, vulnerably share and cry and emote, which is great. But now it's like, we want to have you more well-rounded as in that masculine being. Like, how was that for you? Like bringing even out that savagery and even like the silliness, if you want to talk about that in a second as well. Yeah, for sure. I think it was just really freeing. Because my whole life, I've I've always known, I was like, ah, like, I'm such a nice guy, <laughs> you know, and I don't like hurt feelings and I don't like get into fights or anything. I was like, fuck, I just like, wish I got into some fights, you know, uh, I've not gotten into any fights since then, but the savage guy is with me, right? So it just felt really freeing to be like, you know what, I can actually unleash this beast if I want to, you know, and he's there and he's going to back me up and he's going to protect me and I trust him, you know, mm-hmm. Uh which is fucking sick. And then we also did these exercises where, where we converted that energy into bedroom energy because it's not that big of a swap. It's like, you know, 10 degrees, savage, and then like within sexuality, it's just like, boop, yeah. you know? 
that was a huge part of it. It's like, how do we tap into that energy and then use that energy to dirty talk, to throw on the bed, to push her against the wall, all, all that sort of stuff. And that's definitely been coming out in the way I interact with women in the bedroom as well, which is which is awesome, which is the point. <laughs> yeah. Actually, how was that during the bedroom? If you want to give a few more details of just like how the how you felt your expression was when you were bringing out your savagery and then how that translated to the woman in the bedroom if she brought more of her savagery in the bedroom so you both felt more comfortable in that energy. Mm. You mean during the retreat or my oh, experiences no. now? When you're in the bedroom with women now, like you're bringing out your savagery, savagery you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love it. And they yeah. love it. <laughs> nice. um, yeah, it just feels like a little bit more primal or animalistic, yeah. you know, and it lets both of us drop into that. Yeah. Uh, and then it's it's really what you teach as well. Is It's not just that. It's like you drop into that and then you come out of it and you go into a different energy, maybe the softness and then the, the playfulness, right? And um, I mean, you know me, I was on the retreat. I was asking about, kinky questions all the time <laughs> yeah hey good so stuff like, brother good stuff <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like all down for savage you know so yeah, yeah i mean it's fun pulling some hair you know pinning people down I, I i like that sort of stuff so yeah uh good stuff and yeah i know when you allow like not just you when i allow my own savage to come out and i've, I've seen other guys go through this you allow like just if you're watching this as a viewer you allow your own savage to come out it gives mm. permission to the woman savage to come out and play. So then it's like this animalistic beastie side of you, of her and you. And it's just like, yeah, it's so primal. And then it's just such a freedom of expression of the soft, silly or savage. And so beautiful that you got to tap into that. Now, like like during the retreat and then like a year later and the connections you're having with women, because that's what it's yeah. about. Like there's no point yeah. coming to a five-day retreat and then you just forget all the shit and then it's done. But 100%. And man, I was like saying, when I was in Croatia just recently, I was like, it's in your system because I got very, very logical guys like 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 high level like drop shippers and guys in Bitcoin and blah blah blah. And yeah, they're just like, yeah. man, like, no, it it's not is it in here? I'm like, it's in here for fucking life. You constantly have to cultivate and you constantly have to like look into your soft ceiling savage and work on it inside and outside the bedroom. But now you know what it feels like to drop mm. into those energies. Mm. For sure, man. I mean, I was in bed with a woman last week. And this is actually a nice combination of the savage and the and the uh, silly, right? Uh, she just started to fight me, <laughs> you know. And then I was like, "Uh, uh-uh, no, you're not," you know. <laughs> so we were just like rolling around, wrestling. I was like pulling her, pinning her down. She was pretty strong, actually. Uh, but it, it was just that energy that that in that case it was both of those. It was like the the savagery and the playfulness in one, you know. Um, yeah, and. It was, it was fun. Obviously, like I got to win, right? <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> Carl for the win. Carl, Carl for the W. But that's beautiful, man. Well, do you want to, we'll, we'll tie it back to the retreat. It's good to hear your experiences like even just a week ago, man, like a year after the retreat or so, and you're just still having these experiences and you're still like tapping into the energies of the soft, silly savage. Now, what was it like at the retreat doing the exercises? Because it's one thing mm. to do the exercises with the other men like – with a lot of like solo exercises, a lot of exercises with the other men in the room. But what is it like actually when you start doing the exercises with the women and what is it like when you're practicing and how realistic is it in the retreat compared mm. to actually real life? Mm. So I think with the women, it's it's very eye-opening to be doing those 
practices with a woman because you get to do them over and over again. <laughs> and it's a very controlled environment, right? So it's like, okay, let's practice dirty talking. So you look in her eyes, you say the things you want to say, and she's like, uh, I didn't really believe you. And you're like, oh, <laughs> fuck, okay, let's do it again. <laughs> and you get to do it a couple of times. So there's this real feedback that you get from women that you wouldn't get from other guys, for example. Yeah. And it kind of shows you the possibility, right? Because you feel the difference. You're like, when you really tell her what you really want, you know, you both know it. Yeah. And uh, so even now, you know, if I'm kind of like half-heartedly dirty talking to someone, you know, it's kind of like, oh, like I even know that I didn't really believe it, you know? So just that understanding of the nuance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, beautiful. I, I remember, yeah, Kinky Carl, I think was your nickname on the retreat. <laughs> 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 that was so great when you when you like when you had i think isabel or one of the other ladies on the knees and you're like you're really going for it and then like yeah go back and do it again because it's pretty brutal the feedback as well it's not like you've got like two of the women giving you feedback and you've also got feedback from myself and you've got feedback mm. from the other men in the room do you want to explain that it's like it's it's a proper pressure cooker and the reason i'm creating oh, this yeah. is because like if you can do this in the retreat with all these men watching in this intense feedback when you're with a woman on the outside world, it's going to be so, so easy. Mm. I mean, you said it just there. It's like you have all this pressure. You have all these people watching you. So if you're judging yourself, you can't really let go in the way that you need to, right? So you might be judging yourself. You might be worried that this woman is judging you. But now there's another woman. And now there's 12 other guys. And then there's Andrew as well <laughs> in his Australian accent yelling at you. So you're like, ah, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay, we got to do it again and do it better. And it's kind of just like in that moment, you either have to do it or not, you know? There's, and uh, this is as well, you don't let guys not do it. One thing you always say is like, we don't leave any man behind. Yeah. So we'll just keep going until until everyone gets it. Yeah, man. I, I, I get goosebumps when you say that stuff because like, just remind me on the retreat we just did. It's like, we don't. It's like, I will keep doing these exercises until you complete them. And like, yeah. I don't care if we're up to like all hours in the morning. As you said, like, we're up all hours of the morning. And like, if you're watching this going, dude, I need my beauty sleep. I'm like, this is not a retreat for you. This is like a retreat if you truly want to break through all your limitations inside and outside the bedroom and like mm -hmm. become that powerful masculine leader inside and outside the bedroom, which is our quote. Now, what was the most eye-opening thing for you on the retreat, like even just witnessing some of the other guys or what was like an experience for you um, apart from the savagery where you go, dude, oof, I was not expecting that. Mm. It was speaking from the guts, like yeah. taking the time to really connect with, with my gut, which is... which is more truth yeah. than all of this, you know, all these thoughts or things you think you should say or things you say just because you th think you should say them, you know? Yeah. And just like diving, penetrating into that, like, hey, what is true for you right now? And seeing that in myself and daring to say that and seeing how men would respond to that and women would respond to that. And then not just seeing it in myself, seeing it in, you, Isabel, any of the other guys, it's like, whoa, like, hey, this is actually another level of operating in the world. And it's kind of like nowadays, like I walk around and I'm like, I can see people's uh, 
people not operating from a place of see people operating from a place of just a lot of triggers, you know, and people not taking the time to slow down and, you know, be empathetic with others or really hear themselves and say what they really think. There's just so much bullshit in society, man. Yeah. hundred percent. I've gone very meta here. <laughs> but I appreciate what you've done because like, even now I like, I see how you're still applying principles from the retreat of like, you're slowing down, you're thinking about things because beforehand, and that's how most people are operating from just purely from the mind and just quick reaction response, reaction from here, reaction, 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 instead of slowing down, breathing and responding, mm. which you really took the feedback when we had quantum leap night. Fuck man, you got some pretty hard truths on that night <laughs> and you you took them like, you took them to heart. When I mm. mean that, you, you go, okay, I can see might be bullshit if Andrew said it, but then if you hear like three or four different other men say the exact same thing, you go, okay, maybe this is something for me to look into. And you did um, welcome all that and you just go, how can I do better? So like mm. kudos to you, bro, because you just like took the feedback, went all in and you went all in with the feedback from all the men and you just like started to apply it. And I'm seeing the effects of what you're doing now and how you're coming across on camera. So it's just... It's just not that it's like all SQL at all. I know you've deeply worked on yourself so much consistently, but just seeing oh. a transformation. It looks powerful. like the video paused a little bit. That's all right. We can, just, we can just keep going. But just seeing your transformation is just so incredible, bro. Thanks, man. Really appreciate that. Yeah. And I got to say about that night as well, the quantum leap night, that was a night. I don't know if I should get into details. Maybe I'll just spare that night. There's a really cool night. <laughs> yeah, spare, spare <laughs> the night. See. Spare, spare the night. But what was it? It's like we go to the deepest truth of who you are as a man, correct? Yeah. And you, everyone's given space to say the things that really matter. And that's not space that we usually give ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you want to like tap into this a little bit? Like, we're meant to be talking about a sexuality retreat here. You know, people might be thinking mm. of signing up for a sexuality retreat and half the time we're talking about it might sound like esoteric concepts or like woo-woo shit, like speak from your gut or like deepest truth. It's like, what the fuck actually is SQL from your opinion? And like, what's the mm. impact it's had on your life like post-retreat? We can go back into the retreat, but I just want to like dive into that mm. because I've changed so much. SQL has changed so much. And I just like... I'm such an advocate of seeing these men step away from being a prince or stepping away from being that little boy and being that fucking mm. man of integrity. Cause mm. I know back in the past, man, I was a man with no fucking integrity I was a little boy mm. and just hurting women mentally and emotionally, never physically. But I'm just like, I don't want to be that person anymore. Can we just, can you just give a overview or as much depth as you want? Like what is SQL and what are people actually stepping into when they come to this retreat? Yeah, man. And you keep asking these, Deep questions. <laughs> well, you're a deep guy. I know it. Oh, gosh. Okay. I wanted to <laughs> ask you how. I, think, I don't think it's any one thing, but I think it it depends on what you need. So it's going to be you get what you need in the, in the realm of sexuality and stepping into the world with power as a man and with love as a man, whatever that means, because that's going to be different for every single guy. Yeah. What was it for you? Like, what is it for you then? And what is it yeah. for you now? Yeah, the video cut up a little. I guess you asked me, what was that for me? What is it for you? What was SQL for you then? Yeah. And what is it for you now? Uh, 
<laughs> Can you ask me one more time? Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. What was SQL for you then? And like, what is it for you now? Like the impact it's had on your life inside gotcha. and outside the bedroom. So what was SQL for me during the retreat and after the retreat? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, during the retreat, SQL was what I needed to know when it came to sexuality and stepping into the world with power and love as a man. Because like I said, I got those 20 questions about sexuality answered. And then my questions about, like, I got answers to things I didn't know I was I was gonna gonna find right when it came to you know uh speaking from your gut but i also got exactly what i needed mm. in in that realm so that's what it was for me then and afterwards it's been the integration of those concepts into my life so taking the time to speak my truth more speak from my gut more and also just have better experiences with women which is what's been happening there was this little, I was telling you about this before, there was this uh, period after, directly after the retreat, where I definitely had to integrate the concepts, kind of like what I'd learned and who I could be with like the person that I was and like, how do I meet in the middle, you know, and make yeah. it coherent. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a big change, huh? It's like, it's yeah. like shaking the boat, like who who the fuck am I now after all these new concepts? and also when i was like it's in your body like even just like last week mm. you're still implementing those principles of the soft silly savage or should i say the savage which what you talked about which is beautiful and i'd love to dive in actually to i know we're jumping around a few different questions but what was it like mm. with the men at the retreat what mm. was the camaraderie mm. like yeah sure so just so you know, the, the video is sometimes pausing, but I'll just keep talking yeah. uh, and you can just let me know. Yeah, keep going. The camaraderie was awesome. Awesome, man. Honestly, like, uh, this is hard to believe, but those five days, the guys that were there, I honestly feel like I'm closer to than any of my male friends in the whole world because yeah. we just went so fucking deep. <laughs> and um, uh, afterwards, people would ask me, so like, oh, so what did he do for work? I was like, what he did for work? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I just know his soul. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> it's such a difference, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. You get to know guys. Is, like, you, hey, like you get to know their shit and you get to know the stuff that really, really um, uh, affects them poorly in life. You get to see their worst features and you get to see their most beautiful features, right? And that's what we express and we tell each other. And that's also one of the things that um, is a practice of carrying over from the retreat into real life. It's like, how do you bring this level of authenticity in your interactions with other people? And hey, maybe some people aren't ready for that. It's something I've noticed. It's like some people just don't want to talk on that level or operate on that level. And uh, learning to be okay with that as well. But it's being like, okay. Sometimes when you meet a person that's like your person, you just kind of know, you know, there's this quicker bond. Yeah. I love that. A lot of men go when they're on the retreat. Well, where I don't have any men friends who I can connect with. I'm like, well, maybe start with the guys in the room and then mm. you'll go from there. And then you'll start resonating very quickly with men who are on the same wavelength. If not, you'll resonate you'll repel should i say men who are not on the same wavelength as you 
And what else would you say about the retreat from just the intensity point of view? And what would you say just about like just some of the exercises that you went through on the retreat that really stood out for you? I know it's a year ago, but still, I know these some of these exercises you'll never forget for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really stood out for me. I mean, the kicker for me must have been the um, the uh, the combination exercise that we've been working up to, where uh, the models on her knees. You're talking dirty to her in front of everyone, and then you run up, you push her up against the wall, and um, and uh, and then you change it. You go into the softness. You like you tell her what you appreciate about her. You know, uh, that one was just awesome. Um, really, really like the dirty dirty talk exercise as well. Where you just focus just on that, and then probably. I mean, what's really interesting as well are, are the exercises where we uh, express ourselves sexu sexually. So it's kind of like a kind of like an aesthetic dance kind of thing, but more more sexy. Mm. And you basically just like uh, imagine that you're making love with or fucking the the woman that you want, right? Yeah. Or women that you want. What that's the thing. It's like whatever you want. <laughs> you just do your thing, bro. Women, woman, whatever you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one multiple go for it yeah 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 and um that's awesome because it's so different to the way that we usually touch ourselves or pleasure ourselves it's like oh but you could actually uh practice when you masturbate you could practice masturbating the way that you fuck you know yeah yeah that exercise is like an active meditation yeah like you're actually going mm. through the motions and you're not thinking oh is this okay if i do this i'm like here's full permission what do you want to do in the bedroom how do you mm. want to explore how do you want to play and then it's like wow doing that consistently repetition over repetition it gets so deeply ingrained in the body mm. yeah 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 oh just i definitely just, feel that way nowadays in, yeah. in the bedroom just like a lot more free you know like less like things i need to do and more just like just have fun, you know? Yeah. Well, it takes a long place. It takes a long time for most guys to get to that point. You know, that's like mm. <laughs> so deep, bro. It's like, oh, just like, have fun and let go now. Like how many guys could wish they could say they could do that and explore that? And it's just like that congruence by you just saying that alone, man. It's just so yeah. beautiful to hear that. I'm like, yeah, of course. But that's the <laughs> point I want you to get to where you're in the bedroom where it's like, I give you everything I know. It's like, and then like, of course, you're going to be great in bed. Of course, you're just going to like be able to connect. And of course, you're going to have moments where you're like, hey, I'll have a quick session or I'll have a longer session. And like, do you want to talk about more how much more freely you're expressed in the bedroom with women now? Mm. Yeah, I mean, what comes to mind, man, is like, uh, I mean, this is part of that as well, what I was going to touch touch upon, like, free expression it's not just the rainbows and butterflies you know like i still have pe and ed sometimes and this is part of the integration period for me was like uh i came back from the retreat and i could like oversell myself i'll be like this and this and this and i actually put pressure on myself because i was like yeah. oh shit now i have to live up to these expectations <laughs> that i'm setting on myself and that i've portrayed into the world right so i've come to a place where actually Part of that free expression is also like allowing myself to be like, hey, bro, I just had an epiphany. This is <laughs> this is something you've been saying from the start, but I guess I just understood it differently now, which is just being like, hey, like, can we actually take it really slow this first time? It's like, I need some time, you know, and 
uh, like, I really like you, but yeah, we can just take it slow and see where things go. And I really mean that, you know, because I've tried stressing out about it and it just doesn't work. So like, I actually need this, you know, and I'm not ashamed to say like, Hey, can we try it like this? You know, can we try going slow? And, um, yeah, interestingly, the, like I've always had a positive reaction when, when, when I've done that yeah. and the sex is always better because I can, yeah, yeah actually take, you know, it's kind of like, otherwise there's all the stress about getting it up and then like, you can't get it up. And then when it finally comes up, then I stick it in not to get too, too graphic here. And then it's like over. Right. I'm like, Oh fuck. <laughs> just like hours of stress, you know, yeah. rather than like just having a nice experience. And then usually when that happens, like it's just so much better. Like, cause I know what I need to be able to uh, get hard or to be able to last a long time and have a good experience, you know? And, um, I mean, the last woman I, I was with, she was like, uh, what did she say? She said like, oh, I feel really good when I'm with you, you know, which is, I love that compliment because, you know, I feel good when I'm, uh, when I was with her and I like making people feel good. It's just that safety, you know? Dude, thank you so much for being so vulnerable and sharing that because I just want to like, if you're watching this, I'm in the same position. If I don't mm. feel connected to a woman, I'm not going to get it up. That's mm. it, bottom line. And there's this perception that men are just robots and they're meant to be rock hard all the time and last all night. It's like if you're struggling from premature ejaculation or erectile dysfunction, 90% of the time it's psychological and you're putting so much pressure on yourself to perform instead of like what you just said. And I say that with every time I'm with a new woman, I'm like, hey, let's just take our time and go slow tonight. And saying that to a woman actually takes the pressure off her as well. And she's like, oh, thank you. Now I get to take that pressure off myself mm. and I get to go slow and I'm not fucking, she might be thinking she has to have so many orgasms or make a certain face in the bedroom or perform. You take that pressure off both of you on performing nice. and everything changes. So dude, I'm so glad you said it. Cause if not, if I don't say that, I'm going to get, I'm going to get performance anxiety in the bedroom because I feel like I'm trying to be that man yeah. instead of just like, Hey, I'm going to relax. I'm going to wait till my body activates and I actually get excited instead of trying to force something to happen. Yeah, for sure. Bro, when you said that just now, like I've heard you say that a million times, but yeah. it just hit me on a, on a different level. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Finally fucking got it on the interview. <laughs> all, all these years later, mate. <laughs> oh, that's, that's funny. funny. That's <laughs> so good. But that's the best part as well. If you're watching this and guys like saying, I after the retreat, they might have ED or a bit of P, like you're gonna oscillate as well. Like mm. Because it's like depending on stress at work, depending on like your connection with your partner, are you actually with the right person, but you're lying to yourself? You're like, mm. oh, I don't really want to be with her, but I'm with her. Like all so many different things. So the more that you're in alignment, the more that you take your time and you go slow and you're deeply connected with the woman who you're with, that's going to solve pretty much 99, 95% of performance problems. Mm. And the rest is more like physical stuff going on with your body. But before I digress into that, Dude. I, just, I just want to add as well, bro. It's Jump like in. part of that integration as well is because like it was like because because <clears throat> for example, let's say I'm very sexually expressive on the date itself, and I used to put pressure on myself to then, you know, match that, like bring that directly into the bedroom, you know, whereas 
I've learned to, you know, still be sexually expressive and say all the things that I want and that I like and stuff and have that fun date, but then not put the pressure on myself in the bedroom. I guess that was the integration for me, if that makes sense. A hundred percent. That's great. A hundred percent. It is a, it is an integration process. That's why it's like you finish the retreat and then it's like, well, shake up your reality, step into this new reality, and then you're constantly reiterating and evolving into this new being of who you are. And if you like follow the SQL method consistently, like soft, soft silly, savage, in, inside and outside the bedroom, which I consistently do, of like how can I yeah. become more soft, silly, and savage inside and outside the bedroom? It's a never-ending process. So it just keeps going and going. But also, what would you mm. say to guys just watching this about the retreat? Like someone who's watching this and going, hey, man, like I'm considering doing this. I don't know if this is for me. What would you say to them just going, give them the fucking like, <laughs> give them the whole spectrum of like, you can even scare them off if you'd like a little bit. Because when we say it's intense and it's full on and <laughs> yeah, it's fun as well, could you give them your experience of like, you're just like talking to a bro who's just inquiring to you about the retreat? Mm, mm. I mean, I want to say to every guy, just do it. But I know that you like to be, you like to be a bit uh, selective about who, who you take in. So I guess certain guys uh, should probably do it more and certain guys aren't ready. I think if you're be being pulled towards it, but you're not sure, then just take the leap. Just fucking do it. Because Andrew's got your back. And he'll take care of you. What would what would you say to like your best friend like watching this? And he's like, mm. "Hey man, sh should I do this or not? Like, just follow your gut and do it. If you feel it, if you don't, don't do it." Yeah, that's it. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't tell somebody you. Everyone has to do this thing, but it's like if you feel called to do it, if your gut tells you to do it, if you feel pulled towards it, I'm sure every man, every man would benefit from doing from doing it. So if you feel called to do it, then go do it. But you're right. It's not for everyone. It just if you're like still in the position of like, hey, I just want to learn some techniques and stuff like that. Don't mm. don't spend tens of thousands of dollars to come to the retreat. Just get the online course and learn some techniques or go on the YouTube channel. But if you're like, hey, I really want to learn how to develop my masculinity and I want to become that powerful masculine man inside and outside mm. the bedroom, then inquire and let's have a chat. But also in in saying that, like. How has your life been affected post-retreat inside and outside the bedroom? I'd love to hear some stories. I'd love to hear inside and outside the bedroom of just like a year a year later and what you're still implementing and what's still like mm. is in the front of your mind or back of your mind um, from the mm. learnings. Mm. I think one of the craziest things is like we've chatted so much now, but we haven't even – there's so many more concepts that we haven't even talked about. And one of those concepts is like parts – theory parts therapy talking with different parts of yourself um, yeah. your gut your teen your your inner child and all, all your other parts and um so yeah actually i i took a little break from doing that because i was so focused on other things but recently i started talking to my parts again and i think that is one amazing thing that i've taken away is because that's basically the the foundation of therapy it's just like understanding not just like um not just like hearing some thought and be like oh i feel kind of sad but it's like who is it that feels sad and why mm. and what do they want and what can you give them you know it's not like oh i feel kind of sad so i'm gonna 
not feel sad or I'm going to eat some ice cream. It's like, you know, like actually developing that relationship with that part, which probably sounds super duper woo woo, but that's like an amazing thing that I've brought away because I can understand all the aspects of myself, which there are many and uh, I'm still learning. Still learning. Yeah. Just on that note, and then you can keep diving in hundred percent. You gave away the secret, Carl, about SQL, where we <laughs> don't just talk about how to all the techniques and we don't just talk about masculine principles. We talk about self-love. And when you talk about self-love in the depth that we do at SQL, people like talk about how can you set boundaries and how can you have women respect you? It's like when you have that self-love for yourself, women will love you. When you have that mm-hmm. level of self-respect, women will respect you. And then mm-hmm. you don't need to externally set boundaries when you internally set your boundaries by working on your self-love practices then you just go hey to someone that's not cool i don't appreciate you doing that because the internal self-love that you've created and the self-respect that's been cultivated is like your sword that's already there and people will feel this from you it's like this presence they feel from you instead of like trying to don't do that that's not cool or i'm setting a boundary which just sounds you get walked over when you do shit like that anyway or if you walk up to a woman and say, I'm dominant, she's just going to be like, of course you are. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So what else would you say, like um, even some secret sauce for you inside that's, secret sauce. In, that you've been using out since you've come to the retreat, should I say? Mm. I mean, slowing down and speaking from my gut, that's one of them, the parts. And also, I, I want to go back to this because for me, this is almost my favorite part. It's kind of just like, like tastes good and because it's the part i had to develop the most which was the savagery and uh we've had lots of conversations about this like what's healthy how much should you express when should you express it and that sort of thing uh and i got a couple stories but what, what i'm very glad about is that it's in my bones as as you say i remember i was headed back from new year's eve i was on the bus home everyone was wasted it must have been 2 a.m and there's this one super rowdy guy that was just like you know, like taking up too much space and like knocking into people, knocking into the woman next to me. And he backed up into me when the bus was almost empty, right? So I was like, oh yeah, whatever, bro. And I turn around and he just looked me in the eye. And um, I was like, okay, like, like savagery was on, you know? And we just had this really, really, uh, uh, we have these exercises in the retreat where we just pretend we're animals, you know? And we just like fight with each other. And so I just looked him in the eye and I was like, I'm going to fucking murder you, mate. And that I didn't say that, but I was thinking that. And you, I just like saw, it was just this, this fight, you know, this mental fight. And then just to see him back down, like mm. you just saw it in his eyes and you just saw it in his body language. He was like, oh, I'm sorry, sorry. Uh, and for me, I mean, that was a big thing for me. Yeah. And I liked it because it was the right thing to do as well so it was like you know yeah what's was the opposite of the pussy i i felt i felt like empowered you know yeah and i didn't feel like as well like i just like caveats anyone listening to this like we're at sql we're not encouraging you to go start street fights or go use your savagery like on the street like go just like start like like picking fights with random people and Mm. carl's not doing it it's like this in like being able to like set that boundary just looking someone feeling that like don't fuck with me kind of vibe and you feel Mm. this inside of in that like eye contact i'm always talking about like how can we diffuse situations completely but at the same time if if a push comes to shove 
I'm stealing this from Andrew Tate, but I've been saying it from years, but I'll sound, it'll sound like I'm stealing it from him because he's way more famous than me. It's like, it's that willingness to knowing that you've got that willingness to fight, but you don't need to be a fighter. And then when you know that you won't back down and that you will just fucking like go to the bitter end if you have to and you mm. won't quit on yourself, women will feel that internally from you. And that's so mm. goddamn attractive. Mm. For sure, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that. Love that. Well, what else has it been like inside the bedroom? Just like your, um, just can you actually talk about before how you're connecting with women to how, how you are now? That'd be just cool, just like a bit of a comparison. Mm. Well, there was a couple of years there in the middle where I, uh, since my ex broke up 2019 to probably 2022, I didn't have that many sexual experiences. Um, so it was quite a significant gap, but I just felt more like I felt less at ease. I just felt more like, uh, I mean, to be fair, like we, we did have pretty nice bedroom experiences, but, um, <laughs> it was just less. I would say because I was always very sensual, right? So I always like touch and was always like some element of, you know, enjoying it and easing into it. So I'd say a big part of, and that was what my sex life was like before. Um, but even this man, I would have said it was harder to get women into bed because there was a lot of shame around my sexuality. So I wouldn't be able to express that, you know? Uh, so it was only when I was really comfortable with women that I might come out. And even then, it might take me a long time to get comfortable with, with women. Um, so that was definitely an aspect of it, um, as much as, like, the sex was good. And I'd say now, I probably, if I had to choose one word, it would just be, like, exploratory. So mm -hmm. there's a lot more of just allowing myself to do the fun stuff that I always wanted to do, but maybe couldn't express to her that I wanted to do it. Or I couldn't admit to myself that I wanted to do it. It's like, Hey, let's try this. Let's try this. I saw this cool thing. Let's try this, you know? So it's just like more exploratory, you know? Yeah. I can definitely see the exploration that you've developed into like, even at the retreat, I'm like, all right, cool. You're going to be explaining your perfect day to the, um, the women there. And she's just like, what the fuck? It's like, sometimes guys think it's like the savage exercises or the intense physical exercises, but sometimes it's mm -hmm. the soft exercises or like the emotional expression of like saying the dirty talk lines. That's yeah. <laughs> some of the hardest parts. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> nice, man. Well, is there anything else you'd like to say about the retreat and your experience that we've missed out? I know we've, di we've dived deep, but I just want to make sure that you've covered everything um and got everything that you'd like to say so yeah just being able to like you know here's our values here's like how we you know if we live to our own values these are the ways that we should behave but it's very easy to be uh disrespectful of others or uh not really considerate of other people or whatever form that might be for you right um and just yeah being around people about around men that really want to be men of character and also wanting that for yourself like sure you make mistakes and stuff but i think a large part of growing up and being a man and not a boy is seeing that and being like okay well let's change this you know yeah 100 that the man of character and, and stepping into that powerful masculine leader and you definitely did man you're doing it day by day and i appreciate how you said that so it's an ongoing process as well it's like yeah you, you you're gonna fuck up it's only it's only a matter of time we fuck up but how, how quickly can you take responsibility and then just move mm. forward and go not sit in shame go oh, i'm bad i'm wrong blah 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 it's like no okay i made a mistake 
but okay, I'm going to, I'm going to make this wrong, this right or whatever, like right, right, this wrong, whatever it might've happened. So I appreciate you just like diving into that and how like SQL just isn't perfect. It's like, we're doing our best to create powerful masculine leaders. And then at the same time, it's like, there may be times when you stuff up. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things that I still uh, take with me to this day and it's something I'm still working on. We talked a lot about being a man of character on that retreat. So it's very easy to do things that give us pleasure or that give us pleasure at maybe somebody else's uh, uh, like it would hurt them, but maybe they don't know it uh, or any of those sorts of things. Like that's going to be different for, for everyone. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think just being around men where everyone wants to be men that has values, strong values, not boyish values. And they want to live up to that and just be, you know, strong, masculine, healthy figures. I think that is amazing and something i definitely had to uh confront when i was at the retreat uh ways i could be selfish or childish or whatever and like i said i still make mistakes now you know and definitely um uh, so i'm like ah oh, i'm being childish you know um and it's it's not like oh i'm being childish sometimes it's the deeper things i was like fuck it that's actually something that was you know like that was pretty like pretty big you know and at least me i have those moments i'm like fuck and like you said, being able to look at that and uh, accept it and not saying feel shame about it for half a year, but mm -hmm. actually taking that being like, hey, like, this is a pattern I have. Let's address this. Let's look at this. Let's apologize to the right people. And let's let's move forward. You know, that, that's a big thing. Man, I love the courage and the self-responsibility. It's like, yeah, we'll fall off the bus. We'll make mistakes. Mm -hmm. It's all it's all part of it. And. I definitely do, but how quickly can we step back into that man of character and integrity? And mm. yeah, so beautiful to hear, hear you talking about that. Just just so good to go back down memory lane with you and talk all about this and have this conversation. And last thing I'd love to just um, talk about is what would you say just to a guy who's on the fence? Like, is there anything else you'd love to say? I know you said trust your gut, but is there anything you'd like to say as final words to a man watching this interview, he's watched it from the start to the finish mm. and he's considering coming to the retreat, but he might be fucking terrified. And if you are watching this and you might be terrified, I feel you. Mm. Or you might be nervous about taking this leap. What What do you have to say to that man? Yeah. I think like everything we've talked here is like, there's so much we talked about and all of these things are things we covered in the retreat. But you really have to be there and you have to feel it and you have to experience it and that's where the real change happens because you can sit on youtube and you can watch videos for the rest of your life you know but if you really want some change you need to go and do some work you know yeah. uh yeah yeah nice well actually last thing i'll um add on to this then what was it like working with isabel and myself through this like you can be as brutal as you want brother oh it's terrible man so bad <laughs> <laughs> never gonna do it again yeah um yeah it was great i mean having a female uh coach slash model there was awesome as well because you get to experience that feminine side which is super key i think and really glued everything together and i mean both you and isabel you guys have been uh coaching you guys have been helping people for so long so you really feel the care and you feel the 
experience there as well. Sometimes when people talk that you can hear they give advice from something they've heard, but it's like, no, it's like you guys have been there, you've lived it. This is uh, your perception of uh, what you think is the right thing to do. And then you just feel like that comes from wisdom, you know, uh, which is shouldn't be dismissed as like a small thing, because if you're going to someone to as a coach or as a mentor, you want to be able to trust them, right? There needs to be this sort of uh, you need to kind of just get rid of, uh, uh, hmm, I, can't this. I mean, it's always good to be critical of things, but there needs to be that element of trust to let somebody guide you to a place you've never been because you see that person is there and you want to go there. You know? Yeah. And credit to you as well. You went all in. You really went mm-hmm. all in and left no stone unturned, as I'd like to say, and just bared your heart and your soul and hence the results you've got now. And it, I just can't wait for the future, what it has for in store for Carl. And just like, even I might add to this as well, like just from a business point of view, I think it was a big um, stepping oh, yeah. stone as well. Like, Hey, you started your own business after SQL and that's not uncommon as well. Uncommon as well. We have a lot of men who come to SQL. They want to like start their own ventures or their like venture they're currently doing starts like getting, start exploding because they're taking all that sexual energy. They're putting that into the business and just creating. And it's kind of like getting, allowing men to go take the fucking reins of your own life as well in all areas mm, mm. i actually wanted to tell you about this so thanks yeah. for bringing it up like i was saying this at the start it was like i feel like if i if i were to be reborn in this instance there's like nothing else i would rather do than the thing i'm doing right now which is basically my my purpose right and I would read that in David Data when I was like 20. I said, find your purpose. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, <laughs> go to the office, work for work for the man, you know. But now it's like uh I was saying every single decision is so clear because it's either pulling me there or it's taking me away. And if it's taking me away, then it's like, why am I even doing that? And honestly, I work every single day, but it doesn't feel like work, you know. I wake up. I'm like, what else am I going to do, man? It's like, what else am I going to do other than this? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Or like, I take a, take a weekend off. Maybe I'll take, every once in a while, I'll take some days off, go have fun with friends. I'll take like, often it will get to the weekend and I'll take like half a day off. And I'll be like, well, now I'm bored. Let's go back to the thing I want to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I, I just love that you've dived into that. You've dived into your purpose. And I know what you're saying, man. I actually read David Data when I was 20 as well. It's like, purpose like what is that and then like when you really find it you just like feel like okay like some japanese called ikigai or demartini calls it telos like your highest value and then when you dive into you like you just know that's what you're here for and for me it's sql Mm. and creating powerful masculine leaders inside and outside the bedroom and i know when you're the business that you're running at the moment it's Mm -hmm. really beautiful to see how how much you've dived into that head first Mm-hmm. nice man well dude like kudos to you as well your your purpose your like mission statement is is beautiful you know that's what we need in the world so uh yeah it's really amazing work that you do and it's awesome that you're doing that well thank you so much and well that's it for me is there any final words you'd like to say i feel like we've covered everything but bro the last, last word. yeah yeah man <laughs> on this topic it's like uh interesting because I feel like it ties into leadership, right? I'm thinking of you now on the retreat. And um, uh, I was in New York, New York City. I was taking photos for three guys over three days. And it's like, uh, 
the leadership comes from service, you know? So I put on my service hat. I'm like, I'm going to give these guys the exactly what they need, you know? And it feels like, uh, it's really interesting. It's like, it's that leadership from service, you know, it's like, uh, this is, this is, it's a thing higher than me. And that's, what's driving this, this mission, you know, and that's what's giving, I'm the, just the channel through which this flows. Cause I know how to put people in certain places and click the fucking button, you know? Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's really interesting. Yeah. Well, that's what we say at SQL, like dominance is leadership. Leadership is service. Service is love. And I know you know that through and through and just so beautiful to be able to see how much you're serving yourself first, filling your own cup and then mm. serving others with like your mission. And thank mm. you just for like being that powerful masculine leader inside and outside the bedroom. Thank you for like putting your trust in SQL and seeing how much you've grown and how much you took on that feedback. And just it's a testament to the work that you've done and mm. how you've stepped into that and I can't wait to see the future, what the future has for Carl and all the experiences that you're going to gift people with like your mission and just like all the lovely sexual experiences you're going to give all these lovely ladies as well. <laughs> just waiting for you to join, man. You've got an invitation. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> Thanks, bro. You're like, don't wait up. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> Hey, Carl, I appreciate you so much, man. Thank you for so appreciate much for your too, time man. and being here and um, bearing your soul and everything today. And if you're watching this and you feel like the SQL retreat may be for you, just drop me a line. Let's have a chat. You can go through an interview process. And yeah, as I said, this will be one of the most deeply profound experiences of your life. If you let it be, it will be the most challenging of your life. And I don't say this lightly. You can go check out the other um, interviews. And as I said, we do these about six months to a year later, minimum three years, three months later, just so you can see the integration of the men, who they are um, before and after and how it actually has lasting impact, not just for Carl now as well, but for the future. I can't wait to see how everything changes then. Well, till next time, again, thank you so much for being here. And I'm Andrew Miel from Sexual Quantum Leap. And it's an absolute pleasure to be able to do this today with you, brother. So thank you so much. Thank you, man. Same to you. Appreciate it.